0: from studio 6b on a wednesday night getting the week started on a short week of course we had the two days off uh, over the weekend and then monday tuesday for the july 4th holiday i hope everybody had a great july 4th uh, good to be back real america's voice 8 p.m on the east coast Want to thank everybody for all their emails and uh, messages the last two nights saying that you were going through withdrawal on the show. Some of you, I think, forgot we were going to be off on Monday and <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, why no show, David? No, well, yes, we we talked about it and we planned it. So, um, but hope you had a great weekend. It's good to be back. Slick Rick sitting right there is going to be doing some sports. Slick Rick, how was the weekend, and how are you?
1: That weekend was good. I'm a little somber. I had a wake to go to on Sunday night. Unfortunately, a friend had passed away, mm. and uh, so that always kind of puts a spin on it. But I got to watch a little, little fireworks in the neighborhood and uh, had a nice time, Big D. Relaxing, had a couple of cocktails, a couple of nice uh, tenderloin steaks. Good stuff. <laughs> Just how a 4th of July
2: weekend should be.
0: All right, very good. Rick Delgado, how was your 4th uh, of July extended weekend, and how are you tonight?
2: I am well, in the ex- Extended weekend was, uh, you know, very good. Had some fun. Had you know, like Rick, took advantage of uh, doing some cooking out and, uh, you know, had, uh, drink some beverages you don't normally drink, like uh, you know, something with the tequila in it, maybe a little coke, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. Say, just uh, I you know,
0: just, uh, just uh, Yeah, I a good time. <laughs> I'm good. I'm on to what you're doing How already. You? I'm already yeah. on. To, I'm already on to what you're doing. I don't know here. what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're doing. Oh I'm on to you here. If you didn't <laughs> sweating. I feel like I'm sweating, like just sitting here in this area. Um, if, if you had an eight ball <laughs> on your bingo card at the White House, raise your hands over the weekend. No, I don't think, I don't think many of you did, although it's really not that, uh, I guess you could say it's not all that unsurprising. So. Oh, man. A couple things wait. about what is <laughs> What does Jean Pierre I mean, have really? to say? A couple <laughs> things about this. Number one, how in the hell did they let this get out and not surprise? How did they not, how did this? get out that well if this if this just tells you they're they're really it's it biden's time might be coming to a quick end here this yeah. is uh this might be another sign the fact that this actually got out number one number two all the all of the uh <laughs> all of the dissertations we're getting and then politico tonight as well we may never know we may, we may never know <laughs> we never know we may never know we already know. That would be like find some hooker in the Clinton administration in there wandering right. around. We don't have no idea what she's <laughs> here for. What are you talking about? We never know. We already we already know. <laughs> I Even Joe Biden
2: knows. If you if you just if yeah. you watch that video, and I'm sure many people have seen it now, and there's actually a screen grab from that video that people are posting, and you see Joe Biden, she is. <laughs> pissed off. Why? Because she knows what's going on behind her. She knows and she can't do a damn thing about it because stupid next to her is just like, there's the smartest guy I know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I,
0: I saw that video. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know specifically about that video. But you know what's insane about that video? But is this that, whole thing is... Yeah. Well, the story
2: itself is insane. But people, as soon as they saw that video, they went, he just did a bump. Like bump, like what's a bump? Like how, how do you do a bump? Like how how does that happen? But people in the know know that you know this is, you know, you kind of you kind of doing this. I guess you, I, I don't know. I've never done cocaine. I've drank a lot of coke, but I never did cocaine.
0: Yeah. So I don't know how no. you actually do that. Yeah. We would not be the experts. At no. least well, slickrick I'm not. No. Are you out of your mind? Absolutely never. Yeah, he's, he's uh, more of a he's more of an H
2: train kind of guy. This no, not, I have nothing. This, <laughs> is, this
0: is not the show to go to no, if you want experts no. on um, doing bong uh, doing eight ball hits or whatever. But no, I did see that video as well, and I've just uh, whatever. I have no idea. It Looks like his left hand goes through his hair, but then yeah. his right hand does come up and gets a little, but, but little quicker uh,
2: Again, when you see the video, you see Jill Biden
0: is already pissed. She knows what's going on. She knows what he's up to. Is there anybody though that thinks? To be rational about this for a second, is there anybody that thinks that someone from the outside or the press corps could have gotten this in the White House? What do you mean? Like, 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 like brought in their own coat? Like, like a it's dog? hunter? They've got to have a dog or something outside yeah. that's on to everything. How could you just waltz in there right. and then say, oh, it fell out of my backpack. Like, right. I've heard this story. Yeah, like, like
2: I went through all the protocols of, of going through, you know, the, they would do the wands, they check you out, they make, <laughs> sure, they make sure everything is good. And then once you're in, you're like, whoo, made it, let's party.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> who believes that's even possible uh, that you could do that? Uh, I don't know.
2: And then I like how it changed, like the story changed. Remember when it first came out over the weekend, it was in the library. Now the is in the East Wing, with That's the candlestick, yeah, where the family mostly hangs out. Now all of a sudden, it mysteriously traveled to the West Wing oh, yeah. in a highly trafficked and heavily trafficked area. Yeah, the only area that would be trafficked that much would be by Hunter Biden. He is your Cokehead. <laughs> Everybody knows he's a Coke.
0: He has videos of him I weighing
2: mean, his Coke.
0: <laughs> I mean, of all of the, I mean, of all the years of these people covering the White House, and they're all like, I mean, Andrea Mitchell today is like. I mean, it's really—it's it's hard to. Well, how was it hard to imagine? For the first time, you have the first son who is a admitted cokehead. Yeah. How is this a surprise? He got thrown out of the navy
2: for smuggling in and doing coke. Oof. What makes you think he would not eh, do it at his pop's house, where he thinks nothing can happen to me here?
0: I mean, I see people legitimately <laughs> saying, "Oh no, you know, this is on the other side of where this is going to be from someone from the press." Someone from the press. They, they don't come in somewhere where they get checked and there's a dog sniffing everything every day. I find that hard to believe. I, be, I, find that, I don't know. I've never been to, in the White House other than on the basic tour, which I don't think, I think they'd leave out the cocaine room in that tour. <laughs> they, but left, how, they left that out? I think so, yeah. They left out the Jefferson cocaine room. But oh, how could you get in the White House <laughs> and not have to go past something that would sense this stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, I just find that impossible to believe that could happen. There's only two people it could
2: possibly be. The first one we've been talking about, right, is Hunter Biden. Why? Because he has a very well-known publicized cocaine problem <laughs> that he still has not recovered from, despite what the the, 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 the bumbler in chief there tries to tell you. Oh, I love my son. He's great. Yeah. Okay, sure. Or it's the guy who used to be there, um, who you just met with recently, one former president, Barack Obama, who also has revealed that he had a cocaine
0: issue when he was younger. So either it's, well, he hasn't hunters. been there though. He was, he's on, he's on a boat in the middle of France tweeting about how the thing. Under- <laughs> <laughs> right? So you just, omit, you just omitted one guy, right? Yeah. The former president. Um, so that leaves you with, oh, I don't know. Leaves you with one guy. Yeah, leaves you with the cocaine guy. I mean, guy. This, is, this is not like a, uh, we don't need Inspector uh, Clouseau here to get to the bottom of this. I don't think. You don't need Columbo. Uh,
2: well, just one more question. Uh, you know, when you were snorting the cocaine there, Hunter, did you think anybody
0: would find it? I mean, it just, oh. this just so happens to happen the year that Hunter's <laughs> spending more time at the White House than ever before.
2: Yeah, evading. Uh, we hear eva-
0: the stories of Joe keeping him close to the vest.
2: Yeah, evading subpoenas and stuff like that. Hiding <laughs> and, down-
0: and, hey, look at this. <laughs> what do you know? Wow, what a surprise. Really? Ooh. No, not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. The guy is always losing his pants. That's a guy with a
2: cocaine problem. That's the guy you see w- wandering around. And I'm not talking about Joe Biden. He probably has that problem, too. Uh, but his son has that problem, and as you, you see from all the videos he, that end up on Twitter with this guy.
0: If you look at him up on the uh, on the ledge there during the Fourth of July party, yeah. even before the, the one that everyone's talking about where he turns away, the one he comes over and faces right to the camera and his, his girlfriend there or wife or whoever's holding the kid. I mean, he looks like he is wired and inspired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He looks wired and inspired when he right. comes over. He's wide-eyed and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> that boy is wired and inspired, if you he, know what I'm saying. He is lit. Uh, here's the Bidens. I saw this. If you put it on my screen, uh, put it up the screen here, Aaron. The Bidens took in the 4th of July. Think
3: age is just a number. Love the life nice.
1: at Somerset Retirement Villages. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I saw that. That was a nice oh, way a to beauty. take in the fourth there for them. So I was say, how'd they make that stuff go
2: in slow motion? I guess <laughs> they have to slow it down so so Joe could actually see it happen.
0: Yeah. Uh so lots to get into. I really tried to unplug uh from, from politics as much as possible until um about late last night and then into today and again i I didn't have an eight ball floating around the white house on my bingo uh, biden bingo shirt uh maybe we should have to do a version two of that with that on there but um but yeah the weekend was nice i want to say a happy birthday by the way you know growing up in connecticut i had we had very good friends who lived across the street from us the sullivans and um Drew and Chad Sullivan and I played a lot of sports out in the street together and grew up as kids together and my sister too. And um, their mom, Mrs. Sue Sullivan, of course, and my mom were very close. Well, Sue's mom, who we knew growing up, uh, Dickie Simeko, is ninety-seven. Wow! Years old, I believe ninety-seven. Wow years old and she's now a, i believe a big fan of the show she watches the show and so i wanted to just say happy birthday to her well happy birthday 97 wow. god bless and she's still whooping ass like she did to us <laughs> <laughs> by the way wow so happy birthday to her God bless. yes god bless Are you um, gonna send her a t-shirt at least i hope <laughs> well, I mean, which, I don't know. Maybe. That's a good idea. I have the new Live from Studio 6B we The People shirt on tonight, which is just, I mean. That's on. pretty cool. This is just a knockout. So, uh, new shirts on the site today. Uh, 1776 Pledge of Allegiance. I like that a lot. We're working on one that's really good. Really good. I don't know when it's going to come, but I like it a lot. Uh, live from Studio6B.com. That's where you check them all out. Make sure you sign up as a member as well. Live from 6 bcom Go there now. Check it out. Make sure you sign up as a member. Get on the email list. Uh, videos there. I may start going live on the website maybe uh, post-show. Haven't done one of those in a while. I was thinking about maybe even doing that this week. Uh, so it's all going to happen over at the site now. Sites redone, live from Studio6B.com. Make sure you go over there and check it out as well. Tom Cotton today sent a, uh, a letter to the Secret Service. He's got some questions. He says, I write regarding the Secret Service's recent discovery of white powder. You really have to ask yourself how this got out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really do. How How'd they let this out? And not, I mean, this seemingly would be easy to
2: sit on, wouldn't you think? You would, you would think, right? You would think something as simple as this would be like, oh, we got something. Like, why did they co- – I understand why they called uh, the fire department the you know, mysterious white powder. I get it. Um, so now you've got – you had to alert somebody to this because you didn't know what it was at first. And then once you find out, maybe it was the fact that we, we – it, it's already out there in the public. People are going to find out anyway. We might as well just throw it out there. And hopefully over the holiday weekend, people will, too, will be too lit up on their own to notice what happened.
0: He says, uh, a recent discovery of white powder reportedly now confirmed to be cocaine inside the White House. According to public reports, the Secret Service has not yet confirmed where in the West Wing the cocaine was found. I urge you to release that information quickly, as the American people deserve to know whether illicit drugs were found in an area where confidential information is exchanged. I mean, the American people are pretty much aware that they're pouring over the border, which they don't seem to have much worry about the Bidens. That is, in Mayorkas and everybody. So I'm—I I don't know why anyone thinks they'd have, you know, pouring into the White House, seemingly like they are as well. Uh, but I'll let's hit the break and then I'll finish Tom Cotton's letter to the Secret Service tonight. As we just getting started on a Wednesday, good to be back. We'll do roll call when we get back as well on a Wednesday, live from Studio Six B. 17 past the hour live from Studio 6B and of course live from Studio6B.com. That's the place to go to sign up. A bunch of you are doing it right now. We're going to go for a record sign up night tonight. Let's do roll call right now. Let's do While we're doing roll call, everybody can go to live from Studio6B.com and sign up because if I go live, I don't know if I'll do it tonight because I think I'm going to meet up with Harry on the highway after the show to discuss Ooh. some other things. Uh-oh. But uh, if I do go live on the site post-show, you're going to have to be you're going to to have be signed up to get into that video. So there will be members, nice. uh, people who have signed up at the site. So make sure you do that tonight. Go over there live from Studio6B.com. So t- back to Tom Cotton. Uh, Slick's going to do sports here in a second. Delgado's going to do news. Aaron and Fran holding it down as always. Glad to be back after a couple days off. We'll do roll call right now. Tell us where you're watching from. We'll watch the chat right now. I uh, see some South Dakota coming in, Hamilton, o- Ohio, Kentucky, uh, Utah, oh my Tennessee. Uh, let us know. i like to know where people are watching as well, too. Is it just on Getter? Are you watching on Dish? Are you watching on uh, Samsung TV Plus? I'd like to know that as well if it's yeah, not too cool. much cool. typing for you. Let us know where you're watching, too. Uh, Tom Cotton says, um, if the White House complex is not secure, which is just to my point, how how do we think (laughs) that someone's just going to waltz in there? Uh, Congress needs to know the details as well as your plan to correct any security flaws. Please answer the following questions as soon as uh, uh, possible. But in in any event, no later than 5 p.m. on Friday, July 14th. Further, please contact my staff to arrange a briefing. Question number one, who has access to the White House complex? Without passing through any security screening, please provide a complete list of all such individuals. Well, I'll bet the family doesn't. That'd be number one. Number two, who has access to the White House complex while subject to lesser security screening requirements than the most complete screening required of individuals accessing the West Wing? Well, I'll bet the family does. Please provide a complete list of all such individuals who are not subject to a complete screening every time they come in. The Secret Service's annual report for FY 2022 notes the Secret Service personnel screening canine program. Hey, look at that. Hey, Screens approximately 10 million visitors to the exterior of the White House each year. How many visitors to the interior of the White House are screened by the Secret Service canines each year? Well, I'll bet every person who comes through there has got to be screened by a canine somewhere before they get inside. Mm-hmm. But I'll bet the families not every time they go in and out. Please provide a description of the circumstances under which the Secret Service chose not to canine screen West Wing visitors. I'll bet the answer is that they did, actually. That's why it's not a visitor. In the past five years, how often has the Secret Service encountered illegal drugs at the White House complex? That's a good one. Because I can't, I mean, have you, do you ever remember hearing about Uh, this?
2: No. No, and I, and I think it was even, I think it was Glenn Beck who said, I, he goes, I don't think I, I've, ever, <laughs> I've ever had to report that cocaine has been found at the White House. No, Ours. never. They're usually very good about hiding that stuff.
0: Yep. How often were these drugs detected during during security screenings, and how often were these drugs encountered inside secure areas? Question number five, section 3056A of Title 18, U.S. Code, provides a member of the United States Secret Service, Uh, uniform division with the authority to make arrests without warrant for any offense against the United States committed in their presence or for any felony uh, under the laws of the United States if they have reasonable grounds to believe that the person to be arrested has committed or is committing such felony illegally possessing cocaine is a crime under federal law if the Secret Service discovers the identity of the individual who brought illicit cocaine into the White House complex will they make an arrest under this provision great question uh, how often does the Secret Service audit its security procedures for the White House complex and adjust those procedures to correct potential flaws? Please provide details regarding the most complete audit. Uh, Tom Cotton, r- ranking member, subcommittee on criminal justice and counterterrorism. And I think those are uh, six good questions. Yeah, definitely. And I think those are six questions he asked because he knows that the, um, the, the people that are going to fall under each one of those as an answer of no would be the, the family. And those will be the only people who are going to fall under those questions as a no. Because everybody else is going to go through all that all, every time they enter.
2: Right. And, and what's interesting is you already hear from the, uh, you know, I think, I think it was the Secret Service, that says, uh, you know, because it was a, such a highly trafficked area. It's doubtful we're going to find out who did this. Yeah, it's doubtful you're going to find out who actually did this because you're not going to look. We know We know what's going to happen we already know it's it's not it's not a secret you know you just say it out loud just say look it was it was somebody we can't tell you who it was because then you know they'll get in trouble and we'll look stupid and we don't want to look stupid and they told us if we tell everybody who it was we're gonna lose our jobs so we can't tell anybody so
0: you got to deal with it you got to take another one we don't want to drop another plea agreement right exactly (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Uh, let's do some sports. We'll get back to this. Uh, sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell. Our, our teacher promo is over as of yesterday. Uh, so I want to thank everybody who partake in that. And I want to thank everybody for, su- for supporting Mike Lindell. And uh, free merch is on the way. Those who are uh, came in the last week, most of them were done last night. Uh, the rest will be done tonight, probably over the next couple days and it'll all get out to you. So, um, and then we'll see if there's any stragglers left or anyone that hasn't gotten anything. If your email got lost in the mail or in spam or whatever, we'll, we'll get those worked out as well. And then we'll, we'll, we'll kick something up probably later on in the year as we head into the last part of the year. Again, we'll do something, we'll do something else. So, uh, slick Rick sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and my pillow. Use our code LFS six P anyways, when you shop there, it's still great stuff. Still gets you a great discount. Uh, what's going on, Slick? Well, we got a full run of rodeo recaps tonight, Big D. A lot of rodeos
1: finished up with the long weekend last night, so we're going to do the Slick Rick Rodeo Recap tonight, starting with the St. Paul Rodeo. This is the St. Paul Rodeo Arena in St. Paul Oregon, here we go. All around cowboy Jordan Ketcher, two thousand thirty-four dollars on tie-down roping and team roping. Bareback, the winner Cole Reiner, the great Cole Reiner, eighty-eight points on Sankey Pro Rodeo and Phenop Genetics Mustard for twelve thousand four hundred eighty-six dollar payout. Steer wrestling, second round, we had a tie. Joshua Hefner, no relations to Hugh, and Dalton Massey, four seconds flat, thirty-nine oh six. Team roping, second round, tie. Luke Brown. And Hunter Koch, as well as Nelson Wyatt and Chase, trying 4.2 seconds. Saddle Bronx Stu Wright, 91 and air points on Sankey Pro and Finan Phenom- Phenom Genetics, Black Tie, another $12,620. tie down roping in the second round. Marcos Costa, 7.7 seconds. Barrel Racing, the winner was Taron Lee, 17.13 tenths, $10,686. Bull Riding, Braden Richardson, 90.5 points. Good score on Big Stone Rodeo INC's Mr. Clean, 12450 Total payout, $440,702. Buckaroo was Good money on that rodeo, Big D, in St. Paul, Oregon. And Joey Chestnut wins again. Defends title at Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest. Boy, I sat there watching my Cincinnati Reds say goodnight <laughs> to the Nats. And while they were doing that in the early afternoon, I was watching for, for Joey. There was, long, uh, you know, there was lightning on Long Island and Brooklyn area. And sure enough, there was about a two-hour delay. But Simon Kenner, Breitbart reporting. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Please put your hands together for Joey Jaws Chestnut who defied a ring delay Tuesday and chewed his way to another win at Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. He led the crowded field gathered at Coney Island in the New York City borough of Brooklyn by chomping through 62 francs and buns in 10 minutes to emerge victorious once again. AP reports Chestnut showed the way to a clean plate to runner-up Jeffrey Esper and the rest of an international field of 15 competitive eaters by double digits to clinch his 16th title. Esper of Oxford, Massachusetts, managed to ingest 40 hot dogs and buns. I mean, the- not even close. Not even <laughs> no. close. I
0: mean, this is not even a competition. Yeah. Joey Chestnut, 62 dogs. And he not only did he blaze through that, he blazed through some uh, jackass who came up there to try to mess with him. He took him down to some protester. Some one of these, uh, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, Big deal. I think next year we're going to go with you, man. You haven't seen a guy eat nah, so fast we got to get, we gotta
0: get you, Christy in there. We yeah, got to get He's <laughs> the only one who's going to give him a run for his that's money, a donut eating contest,
1: yeah. yeah. And uh, don't forget the women. Mickey Sudo forced down 39 and a half hot dogs and buns to collect her ninth mustard belt. Uh, congratulations to that young lady. Did you too, see so. him put this guy
0: in a headlock? I did. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It didn't even stop. It didn't even interrupt him eating the dogs. That's I mean, it. that's how good Joey Chestnut is. <laughs> Was well, that from last year's contest yeah i thought that, that was like no this year, this year too i thought it was this year the guy in the darth vader the darth vader mask was last year
1: yeah that was last year this year was maybe you're watching a rerun big d oh maybe i was watching a rerun that, i thought i've not watching it from phony island
0: yeah. no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's rapid I live from studio 6b let's look it up go to the tape let's go to the video 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Wednesday. Good to be back after a couple of days off for the 4th of July holiday and the weekend, of course. Everybody got a little time down. Nice to kind of uh, unpack a little bit from politics. Jump back in last night late and today. Lots going on. Lots to talk about. Uh, we talked a little bit about the eight balls flying around the White House. And <laughs> seemingly this joke of a... Uh, Oh, geez, we may never know.
2: <laughs> yeah, we may never know. Uh, a good guy won yeah. on the uh, Getter Chat. Says, uh, they'll probably end up blaming it on Cocaine Bear. So,
0: <laughs> did, that movie, did that movie even make um... money? Yeah, it made a lot of money. I did guess. it? Yeah. Do you see what made a lot of money this weekend? More than Indiana Jones, by the way, is Jim um, Caviezel's movie.
2: Actually, Sound... it hasn't come out yet. Sound? It's no. in, it, they're in pre-ordering. They're saying it made 10 million in pre ordering.
0: 14, I think, is the last number oh, I saw. Oh, now it's up
2: to 14? Okay.
0: And I thought David Zier told me he saw it. He may have seen a pre uh, a screening of it. I believe screening started, might have, might have started today because I saw people in the chat saying they watched it. Yeah, I think people have seen it. Okay. So it's somewhere. Wow. Sound of Freedom, I believe it's called. Child trafficking oh, movie. Yeah. yeah, it says a uh, film yes.
2: hits 10 million in pre box office sales.
0: Yeah, last number I saw for the week, closing up the week, I think was 14 in Indiana Jones. That dump of a garbage uh, did around, uh, I think, 11 or 12. All right, this story... And I think they only spent 260 <laughs> to make it. <laughs> the, uh, the story
2: that I had for this, it was published on July the 3rd, and I guess the movie opened yesterday.
0: Yeah, well, July uh-huh. 4th weekend's always a okay. huge movie weekend. So, I'm well, surprised the new Mission Impossible didn't shoot for the, for the July 4th weekend. It's coming out July 12th with Tom Cruise, who... Um, I don't know. I, it just makes great movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, man, he's man. like
2: he's like the American Jackie Chan. He does all his own stunts. It's amazing some of the stuff that they went through.
0: Now, I don't know if he's a gold-plated phony like most in Hollywood, but uh, just on the surface, he seems like a nice guy. I know he's yeah. kind of wacky, whatever, but uh, I don't know. He just seems like a nice guy. I see him in these interviews with complete strangers. He gives them a lot of t- I don't know. Yeah, he does. I'm sure there's a backstory. story. Yeah, whatever. You know, around, just, just, but, yeah. just he, saying.
2: He, he did go into, I think it was a Walmart during the lockdown with a uh, with a top gun helmet on and did some shopping and nobody knew it was
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know he seems kind of i don't know for being who he is he seems kind of normal but maybe sounds like risky his, business. his best
2: role easily has to be tropic thunder though
0: so now risky business that was the best man tropic thunder correct. what's your favorite tom cruise movie drop it in oh, the chat let's we'll see if if anyone even cares so risky business i mean i know there's not many bad ones that i could think yeah. of that he's been in
2: no, I, I'm not saying uh, Tropic Thunder was his best movie. I'm saying that was his best role. It was a cameo, but it was awesome.
0: Okay. Best
1: Rick's favorite movie was Eyes Wide Nut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the dummy in the White House press briefing room that speaks for the other uh, bigger dummy was asked about the cocaine today. Here's what, uh, here's what she said
2: If the uh, Secret Service determines
0: uh, the, who brought the uh, cocaine into the White House, <laughs> does it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just stop. Look at his face. Ah, Look at him right to it. Let's just stop and just let's just, really let's just take in. This is this is, ladies and gentlemen, where we have gotten in the Biden administration yes. with the first crackhead son. These are the questions that we have now divulged into, divulged into here in the press briefing room one more time.
2: If the uh, Secret Service determines uh, the, who brought the cocaine into the White House, does the White House support the prosecution of this individual?
3: I'm just not going to get into hypotheticals from here. Let let the Secret Service do their job. It's under their pur- purview. We are confident that they'll get to the bottom of it. I'm just not going to get ahead of this right this time. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're not. You're not going to get ahead of it, behind yeah. it, in the middle of it, on top of it, below it, nowhere. <laughs> You're not going to get anywhere on it. You're not going to give any questions no matter how many times they ask. 16 times they're going to ask, you're not going to get any questions. You're not going to get any answers. Uh, Don't be so nosy. None of your business. Yeah. And only the most most
2: secure building, uh, residence in the entire world uh, somebody was able to slip in some cocaine, and you guys didn't catch it? Sure. Okay, we believe that one. Uh, can we see the videotapes? Let me guess. Those <laughs> tapes went down. <laughs> and for some reason, that camera that was in that area just stopped working that day. It's amazing. It's amazing the coincidence. Uh, we already know what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do some news. Do news think, is brought right? to you by our friends at earlytreatmentmeds.com, earlytreatmentmeds, all one word, .com. Uh, Use our code LFSXP at checkout, 50% off whatever you put in your car, specifically that early treatment pack with the ivermectin, high dose of vitamin D. They got a lot of great stuff. Check it out, earlytreatmentmeds.com. Rick Delgado's got the news. What's going on? All right, a couple things. Do you want to do a roll call first? Because I do have a list. Well, we kind of did it. So, yeah, give me me who's watching and where and what. i got
2: Palmyra, Maine. Mm. Middletown, Ohio, Uh, Smoky Shelton. I don't know what state that was in. Uh, We got Chester, Texas, Greenville, South Carolina, Southport, Florida, Tucson, Arizona, Waterloo, Wisconsin, North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, Clovis, California, Costa Rica checking in. Uh, Western Kentucky. We also got Lake Havashoe City, Arizona, Fruitland, Idaho, and Dundee, Florida checking in. As well. Okay. I'll try Very good. And, get, uh, and a nice. lot of people checking in on Samsung TV Plus. It's a popular, yeah. popular uh, um, platform for us. So that's awesome. Thank you for watching us on Very that. good. Because it always looks good. Uh, More than half the U.S. voters, believe it or not, disapprove of Hunter Biden's plea deal that helped him avoid prison time, according to just the news. And more than two-thirds think the first son received special treatment. You don't think? Uh, From a new poll that was just released earlier today, the Rasmussen Reports survey Found that 55% of likely U.S. voters disapproved of Hunter Biden's plea deal involving tax and gun crimes, including 41% who strongly disapproved. Just over one-third of voters, 37%, approve of the deal. I don't know who those 37% are. Oh, those are probably all the Biden voters. Uh, when asked how likely that is that Hunter Biden received favorable treatment because he was the uh, his father is a president, Joe Biden, 67% of respondents said it was somewhat or very likely. How about Completely likely. Uh, Meanwhile, when asked whether they agree that there are there's a two-tier justice system in the United States, almost 60 percent of voters said they strongly or somewhat agree. The poll comes amid mounting pressure on federal judge uh, on the federal judge to reject the Hunter Biden plea deal as evidence emerges showing serious issues. In the probe, the Rasmussen survey consisted of a thousand plus U.S. voters, blah, blah, blah. So you can check that out for yourself on John Solomon's Just the News. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll find you and ask you for uh, your opinion in a poll soon as well. This is a story that kind of got me by surprise. I don't know if you heard about this one. Bill de Blasio, remember him? Oh, yeah. The greatest mayor of nowhere. Um, He wondered if marrying a self identified lesbian. Was a time bomb ticking in his marriage. Yes. This comes as the former New York City mayor, uh, uh, Bill de Blasio, and his wife, Shirlene McRae, announced that they're getting separated after nearly yeah. 30 years of marriage. Just tonight. Yeah. yeah, in an interview with the New York Times, a couple cited de Blasio's ill-fated 2020 presidential campaign and seven-year tenure as mayor. Basically, he can't do anything more for me, so I better cut him loose.
0: Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. This this whole thing <laughs> right? doesn't work for us because there's no higher yeah. office that he could possibly run <laughs> right. for. I well, couldn't get elected dog-getcher in, dog in yeah. New York City, so it yeah. doesn't work anymore. It was
2: all about politics. And de Blasio yeah. noted that he had some initial doubts about the pairing. Given that McRae once once publicly identified herself as a lesbian, for well, the guy who took a chance on a woman who was an out lesbian and wrote an article called "I Am a Lesbian," sure, uh, that could be your first hint. De Blasio told some, the Times some problems down the line with that, huh? Yeah. Hmm. There was always a part of me that would at times say, "Hmm, this is like a ticking time bomb. Uh, is something that uh, you're going to regret right later on." So I always live with that stuff. Well, it's good that he if finally acknowledged it. McRae wrote the article for Essence Magazine in 1979, over a decade before she met de Blasio, when they both worked for former Mayor David Dinkins. Again, leading one to believe that this was a marriage made in political heaven. I discovered my preference for women early before getting locked into a traditional marriage and having children, McRae wrote at the time. In a 2013 interview with the same magazine, McRae, by then married to de Blasio for nearly two decades, said she fell in love with de Blasio by putting aside the assumptions uh, that I had to form about, uh, I had about the form and package my love would come in. A uh, big tall white guy uh, asked about the uh <laughs> way she then considered herself bisexual McCray demurred a uh, more more than just a label she said, Why are people so drivel and driven to labeling people when we fall on the sexual spectrum? Labels put people in boxes, and those boxes are shaped like coffins, so she 's out of her marriage and out on the world and looking for the next uh
0: I mean, sounds like she wants to be out of the Democratic Party. I mean, who puts people in boxes? I mean, hello? (laughs) Hello? Hello? (laughs) What is she talking about? That's all they do.
2: Yeah. Well, she's looking for the next guy to uh, get her to the next step in her own, uh, you know, political aspirations.
0: All right. Well, good luck with that.
2: Yeah. You got time for one more? We got plenty of time. You got four minutes. Wife of top DOJ attorney. Visited the White House 28 times, the logs say. Yeah, Fatima Gross Graves, president of the National Women's Law Center and wife of Biden-appointed U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, who, mm. of course, we're now finding out, declined to have Hunter Biden prosecuted and charged in his, uh, in his
0: district. Too busy but, going after trespassers on January 6th. Right.
2: Visited the White House at least 28 days during the Biden administration during the Biden administration so far according to official records. Her visits have picked up in frequency since she first came to the Biden White House in 2021 where she vis- when she visited for four days. I guess she likes to sleep over. Um, Graves visited the White House for five days in March of 2022 as well as three in September. Lady, take a hint. Go home. And three in December of that year in addition to the other sporadic visits throughout the year. Records for 2023 are only available through March but in three months alone she has ten days listed as visiting, mostly in February and March. Graves is known for her liberal activism. What a surprise, including her support of affirmative action and abortion. As she has attended numerous White House events, uh, conservative commentator julie kelly raised concern about graves visits to the white house fatima graves seemingly has an all-access pass raising serious ethical questions considering her husband's key role in prosecuting thousands of trump supporters referring to of course who we mentioned the aforementioned matthew graves a dc attorney general and key prosecutor for january
0: 6th i mean the swampiness of all these people is just never-ending it knows no end It just knows no end. They're all intertwined and they're all in their circles. The elites here running together. It's just, it's unbelievable. It just makes you sick.
2: Yeah, it's insane. And what's crazy, again, is is that she doesn't like visit for a day. Um, For someone who
4: lives in D.C., she stays. She stays for multiple days and doesn't go home. Yeah. Amazing.
3: Anyhow.
2: So there you have it. That's, uh, that's the news I got for now. All
0: right. People checking in on the email tonight. Judy uh, says, Sound of Freedom, first showing of Sound of Freedom was yesterday all around the country. Steve Bannon had Jim on this morning, I guess. Um, yeah, and obviously the movie's doing extremely, extremely well. I saw something in Bloomberg today. The top four biggest um, media companies, Disney, Netflix... Amazon, a couple others, their revenues over the last, I don't know if it was 10 years, I think it was 10 years, have dropped 94%. Wow. It's like one big Bud Light story over a decade for all four of them. They just don't understand still, and they just don't care about who their customers really are. They're trying to appease half of one of one of one, half of half of half of one percent. And the 99.9%, they just they just don't get. Yeah. They still can't understand
2: uh, You know, Top Gun, the, the second movie. Yeah. Oh,
0: they still can't figure that one out. All right, more sports and news coming up. Live from Studio 6B on a Wednesday. Glad you're in. Make sure you go over to live from Studio6B.com right now. Make sure you sign up. 6B on a Wednesday. Feels weird to get the week started on a Wednesday, but hope everybody had a happy fourth. Good uh, break. Nice to get away for a little bit. Excited to be back, though. Lots to talk about. Active uh, in the chat tonight. Chat is flying. Emails are flying in. Memberships are flying over at the website, so people are engaged. I like that. Uh, We'll continue to get to some of your emails. My boy, Chef Tommy, checking in, as always. Good to hear from you. Uh, Scott says, tonight's opening, really good start to the show, Big D and the Ricks. Thank you very much. Um, we'll see. Scott says, hey, guys, Scott and Sioux Falls, South Dakota. What would have happened if they found cocaine while Trump was in office? Oh, my God, man, Are oh, you forget kidding me? about it. The,
2: the only thing missing so far is that they haven't blamed him for this yet, yet.
0: Give him a couple days. It would have been a snow job. Forget about it. It would have <laughs> been <would work> crazy. <laughs> uh, MJ Beckman just came in says, saw sound of freedom July 4th. Eye opener. Wonderfully done. Sad that the U.S. leads uh, the, the, this side of the child trafficking.
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing story because it's based on a true story about this, uh, about this agent. Who just decided to take things into his own hands because he just felt we, they weren't able to do enough. So I can't wait to see it because I've seen some of his interviews about it, and you know, he's a he's he's a very passionate
4: uh, conservative actor. Yeah, yeah, and of course his role in the um, his role as the son of God there, and G- as Jesus. Right? And yeah. uh, what was it called? Passion of the Christ. The
0: Passion of the Christ. Wow. I mean, just breathtaking. He's a good actor. Breathtaking. Uh, all right. So we'll continue to get to more of your emails. We'll do sports here in a second. So Biden was out this weekend, of course, um, talking about <laughs> stricter gun control. <laughs>
1: He's driving around yeah. a plow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> talking about stricter gun control after the weekend of holiday shootings. And um, it's just, it, it really is. I, I know I've said this before. It's really like check your common sense at the door when you try to deal with the left and you try to listen to him talk about these things. Here he is talking about uh, stricter gun control again and proposing things that would have absolutely zero, let me say it again zero, not even 1%, 0% effectiveness against the shootings that we're seeing. So they get out there. He just gets out there and just talks drivel. Because I guess people listen and, and, and then CNBC will print about it. And I guess he thinks people just want it. Well, people just go, yeah. Stricter gun control. That sounds good. Could you define it, please? No, of course not. And when they try to define it, they say things like, oh, we're going to ban... We're going to ban assault rifles. Well, asking for a definition of what an assault rifle—just <laughs> forget it. You'll yeah. never get it.
2: What do you mean? You know, weapons of war shouldn't be on the street. Okay, what does that look like? What does it mean?
0: Now, this is going on every single weekend in mostly Democrat-run cities, where it's been one-party, iron-fisted,
4: top-down Democratic rule forever. Chicago, Baltimore, Philly. Now there was, I I guess, there was some shooting in Texas as well, Fort Worth. I
0: don't know what that.
2: Oh, Dallas, Fort Worth. That's a very uh, liberal part of the state. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, So Biden's out there. Now he doesn't talk about. He doesn't talk about the the mayors. Uh, He doesn't talk about. uh, He doesn't talk about the DAs. He doesn't talk about the criminals. He doesn't talk about letting the criminals in the front door, out the back door. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about letting them back on the street. He doesn't, talk, he doesn't talk about any of that. He doesn't talk about any of that. Black Lives Matter, never hear from
4: them. You have no idea who these people are. You don't know their identities. You have no idea who they are. It's within our power
0: to once again ban assault weapons, he says, and high-capacity magazines. High-capacity magazines.
4: One of the shootings we saw this, this weekend was done with a pistol. So, again, there, there's, no, um, there's no common sense to anything the left talks about when they talk about guns.
0: How do you prevent a guy from bringing two pistols or three pistols? If you're going to, again, evil knows no rules. It doesn't know your boundaries. It doesn't know your feelings. It doesn't know your stats. It doesn't know any of that.
4: If, you're, if you want to kill, you're going to find a way to kill. He says we're going to end gun manufacturers'
0: immunity from liability. Okay, just do the vaccine companies <laughs> along with it. How about that? Let's, that that's got to be the first starter to even talk about it. So that you can un- get all your slip and fall lawyers, basically, is what they want to do. Try to put them all out of business, so they can't do business. Yep. Enact universal background checks, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to buy a gun legally today, you go through a universal background check.
4: So again, these comments that he gives when they when these things happen are so inanely stupid. There is no way any of that deters or stops any of the violence we saw now these kids coming from one parent homes could stop it he won't talk about that going to uh,
0: having some kind of choice in schools that these kids are go to he won't talk about that that could that could help uh he won't talk about the things that actually have something to do with the problem he will not talk about the DAs. He will not talk about criminal justice reform. Um, and, and quite frankly, things like the first step back, which has let a lot of people back on the street.
2: And he, and he won't even talk about the guns that actually are used in these crimes. And those are illegal guns. How about coming up with an approach to deal with the illegal gun problem? Because illegal guns are all taken care of. You get checked out. You got to go through process. They, they know who you are. They know what you're getting, blah, blah, blah. That's the legal process. It's the illegal guns. You know, the guns that, that Joe always talks about. I used to see vans pull up in the street and just start, they handed them out like hotcakes. Is that the way that it happens, Joe? Or is it a, if it, is it a different process?
0: The other thing Joe wants to do is make sure we require safe gun storage. And um, I'm just curious how he thinks he's going to enforce that, <laughs> yeah. or or what that would do.
2: I think he's going to name John Morant to the head of that. He'd uh, be <laughs> perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah, his son maybe, yeah. who lies on the form and then dumps the gun over by a school in a trash can. Right. Yeah. Safe gun storage, you know.
2: Yeah. You know, dances around <laughs> naked with it, you know, with kids around.
0: Good. We're gonna we're gonna require safe storage of guns. He says in this speech. Well, how are you going to do that exactly?
4: How are you gonna how are you gonna enforce that? Exactly. Just curious. He'll never be asked how how. He just gets to go say it. Like a lot of this other stuff. He just gets to go say it. And then then people who are I saw an interview. I'll tell you this is sad. You
0: know that, you know that interview or that show that uh, Mike our friend Michael Knowles was on, and I forget what it's called. It's a hot hot podcast. Gets all these young girls and young guys together and they talk about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We know, you know that one? Yeah. So they had like these four girls on there and they had four guys. And the guys were saying something about um, you were dating a guy and you wanted to marry him, but he was an, a gun enthusiast and he wanted to have a gun to protect your home. Would you, would you marry him? And she, this girl says, well, no, I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather him use his fists. And the guy says, okay, so you have, you have three home intruders that are coming into your house. You just had your first kid. Do you want him to? Um, do you want him to just have his fist, or do you want him to have a gun? She says, "Well, no, no, no. I, I'd still rather him just have his fist because you know they're not there to. They're not there to hurt, to kill him." <laughs> and he goes, "Really?" She goes, "Well, yeah, no, no. They're not there. They're not going to be there to kill him. So I'd rather just use his fist." He goes, "Well, first of all, it's three on one. So good luck with that." Yeah. Right. But this is, you know, this is the. Um, these are the people that listen to these speeches who just drink it in and go, yeah, get rid of all the guns. And then they give interviews and they sound like that. Ooh. All right, Hour 2 coming up live from Studio 6 B. Lots to do in Hour 2 coming up right after this. from studio 6b hour two real america's voice on a wednesday night getting the week started after a couple of days off for the fourth of july hope you had a great couple days everybody got to spend some time outside soaking up the uh, well, it was nice yes it was nice on the fourth yeah it ended up yeah. being nice yeah it ended up being pretty nice so get a little vitamin d uh, cook a couple dogs, drink a couple beers, a couple high noons. Oh, That's what I'm I was cooking. doing, Slick Rick. I'm cooking tenderloins, <laughs> baby. No dogs. <laughs> Sound like I should have been invited to your house. Yeah. Um, all right, live from Studio 6B, glad you're in. Lots of emails coming in tonight, trying to get to some of them in real time here as we get them. Georgia says, Damon, I'm trying to download the app. Yeah, well, there's no app right now. The app's getting worked on. Live from Studio 6B app will be coming here uh, shortly. I think right now we're on this uh, Spaces app, which we're part of, but uh, our actual app is coming, but you can download Spaces if you want. She said, I love the new t-shirts. Thank you very much. They are available live from Studio6B.com. Karen says she's watching on Pluto on her tablet. Uh, That's good. Danielle says watching live on Roku. That's good. Uh, Karen says Another Karen says, like the new shirts, watch every night from Medina, Ohio. Uh, yes, go figure the white powder who, yeah, try to go figure who the white powder was from. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> Love the show. Thank you. Thanks to everybody for checking in. Slick Rick's doing sports. Rick Delgado's doing the news. Um, we didn't do sports in the last segment. Let's do some sports now. And then we'll get to, uh, Will Scharf, who I brought to your attention a couple weeks ago. Uh, former federal prosecutor and the Federalist had a good write-up on, um, his thoughts on the Trump indictment and why it's not such a slam dunk we went through that he's got another piece out today if alleged doj misconduct is true and if you remember we played that um former counsel i believe for federal uh for former president trump who already has outlined in his eyes much doj uh misconduct in in attorney client privilege and some of the things that they tried to get away with even in the courtroom he said misleading the witnesses and turning to the jury and saying oh so you're not gonna you know so there was all kinds of things that have already been outlined so will will sharf has a piece today in the federalist uh if alleged doj misconduct is true a judge could dismiss the whole case against trump Uh, and of course that you know just hearing that we you know you just kind of go, well, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, sure. It's Trump, let's remember. Of this is uh, Jack Smith who now says he's got 60 new charges he wants to bring. They're still judge shopping because they don't <laughs> like Florida. They don't like the judge. They don't like Eileen Cannon. And they don't like some, you know, so the idea that you're going to have the judge with the you-know-whats to just say,
4: no, this is not how it's supposed to be done. Now, Eileen Cannon very well might be a judge who would say that. But um, who knows if she's going to actually see this case? I mean, I know she's supposed to,
0: but we'll see. So I'll get to hi- I'll get to I'll get to him because uh, his takes the one you want to know about. So we'll get to that in an hour or two. Lots of other stuff to get to as well. Uh, but let's do some sports since we didn't do any in the last segment. And here with that is Slick Rick, Rick Amorati. What's going on, pal? All right, let's continue to go on our rodeo rampage. Cody Stampede.
1: This is from Stampede Park in Cody, Wyoming. Big D. Uh, okay. All around cowboy was Stetson Wright, the great Stetson Wright, probably the best cowboy, uh, well, at least in the last 20 years. $13,568 for Sally. Well, I don't know about that. The, good, the
0: great <laughs> Joe Beaver might have something to say about no, that. No, no. Stetson does it right. Oh, and it barebacked.
1: Tim O'Connell, another great. uh, 89 points on Frontier Rodeos. Breaking News, 98-70. Steer Wrestling, Blake Knowles, 3.9 seconds. Team Mm. Roping, Tana Tomlinson and Patrick Smith, 4.6 seconds. Saddle Sage Newman, 89 points on Frontier Rodeos. Miss Ellie, 97-01. Tie down, King Pickett. 7.4 7.4 seconds. Barrel Racing, Paige Jones, 17.2 tenths. Bull Riding, Stetson Del Reich, 90 points on Frontier Rodeos poker face. Must be a Lady Gaga uh, bull there. $10,011. Total payout, $369,797. Buckaroos, Big D. Let's go to a couple of scores. Get you caught up on Major League Baseball right now. Athletics over the Tigers, 12-2 in the top of the ninth. Looks like that one's done. Phillies over the Rays, 8-4, bottom four. Marlins lead the Cardinals 8-7, bottom seven. Bottom six, Orioles over the Yankees in the Bronx, 4-2. Reds lead the, uh, the Red Hot Reds, I should Say lead the Nationals five to one. Well, they must be winning the again. Huh? They are hot man. I'm <laughs> telling you, the hottest team in baseball. Besides, the Braves are looking pretty good too. Braves are up five nothing over the Guardians. I think the Braves are like one like twelve in a row. Why themselves. haven't you
0: moved your Red's thing over there up to the desk again? Well,
2: you know, I'm uh, not we'll ready to see. commit just yet.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> hot, hot, hot,
0: red hot. I'll move it to the desk eventually.
1: Uh, Rangers over the Red Sox uh, right now. Whoops, flip that four to two. Red Sox lead the Rangers in Fenway four to two. Top seven. Uh, Royals uh, getting blanked by the Twins three. Zip top of the sixth. Boy, full slate tonight. Cubs and Brewers tied at one. Bottom of the third. Brewers are a good club, too. Blue Jays and White Sox in a rain delay. Padres lead the Angels 1-0 top second. And final earlier today, the Astros over the Rockies 6-4. Uh, I got time for a quick story or two here. Here we go. At NASCAR, Shane Van Ginsbergen wins Cup Series debut in downtown Chicago. Not a real big name there in, in NASCAR. AP Report out of Chicago when Shane Van Gisbergen got the call from Justin Marks it reignited his interest in the NASCAR Cup Series he studied the races the drivers and the cars turns out he's a pretty good student Van Ginsberger won his uh, Cup Series debut on a rainy Sunday in downtown Chicago chasing down Justin Haley and Chase Elliott in in, uh, a memorable finish to the series first street race after passing Elliott Van Ginsbergen dueled with Haley in the final laps before the three time Supercars champion moved in front for good Haley held on for second and Elliott was third, the 30 year old Vans Gisbergen, a New Zealand native, became the first driver to win his Cup Series debut since the old great Johnny Rutherford in the second qualifying race at Daytona in 1963. Kyle Lawson finished fourth in Chicago, followed by Kyle Busch and Austin Sindrick. And NASCAR contractor dies after being electrocuted in Chicago as well, AP report. A NASCAR contractor died after being electrocuted while setting up for the Chicago street race. The Cook County Medical Examiner think identified the man who died Friday as Dwayne Tabinski, the f- uh, the founder of an events company, hired to install audio equipment for the race. Local station WLS TV reported uh, Tabinski was 53. NASCAR said in a statement that a worker had suffered a fatal medical emergency on Friday. So some sad news in that Chicago race, but uh, that's a wrap on Chicago. And that's a wrap on sports, Big D. Back to you.
0: All right, Slick. Very good. Uh, let's see. Pete's checking in. Says, I watch on Amazon Fire TV out in Ohio. Thank you very much for checking in there um connie says dan bongino said it had to be a family member who left the cocaine rick delgado oh yeah that's what uh bongino says and former secret service agent so he might have a little bit of insight on this stuff
2: and let me guess that family member's name might rhyme with
0: gunter Mm. well but you know you know i mean again being a former secret service agent he would have some idea on how hard it would be for someone from the press or the outside to to just waltz into the white house with an eight ball come on what are we
2: what are we kidding here (laughs) we're kidding exactly we all know who it was just say it go ahead say it yeah exactly cutting jump here just say it just say it we all we already know the answer just say it
0: wesley snipes is checking in love movies (laughs) cocaine in the white house just wondering if hunter came to see dad lately exactly And Rick James said cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> James did not check in here. He
2: didn't check in. No, no he's checked out a
0: long time ago. <laughs> talking about come on. Yeah, I checked uh, out. Come on now. He's checked out. <laughs> he's a super freak. He yeah. is. Checked out of the super the freak hotel a while ago. So, <laughs> All right, let's do some news in here. <laughs> oh, I wanted to get to this uh, email. This, oh, this is I a do. good one. Uh, Ardith, I think is how you pronounce it. She says, uh, when I first started watching LFS 6P several months ago, I didn't really like the show. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I'm 83 years old, and when your show came on, I would switch to something else. (laughs) I don't know why, but eventually I find myself watching and not switching to something else. Now, I watch the show and enjoy every exchange among the three of you and your guests. Your show continues to grow on me awesome so there you go that's
2: it and it only took 83 years to get you <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> well, no, she, didn't, she hasn't been watching us oh, for 83 okay. we're years we're like the mold been... in our shower we continue to grow <laughs> <laughs> we keep spreading some say yes, like a virus it. yes uh here. all right let's do the news and here with that is rick Dogado. news is brought to you by early treatment meds.com. use our code lfs6b 50% off what you put in your cart. What's going on, Rick? All right. Well, somebody who might need to check into some
2: early treatment meds happens to be named or <laughs> Jean Pierre. Oh. That's the great poupon. Not only is she uh, having to deal with uh, questions about <laughs> alleged cocaine use inside the White House, but now she's being questioned about the unacknowledged Biden granddaughter. White House Press Secretary Karine jean yeah, uh, shut down the reporters' question earlier today concerning President Biden's seventh. Grandchild, the estranged daughter of son Hunter Biden, who he has so far refused to acknowledge. White House press secretary also shut down the question during the daily White House briefing. She said uh, when asked specifically about the Saturday New York Times story that centered on the four-year-old Navy Joan Roberts on whether Biden acknowledged her as a granddaughter, even though the two have not met yet. Uh, There was a story in the New York Times over the weekend about Hunter Biden's daughter in Arkansas. Does the president acknowledge this little girl as a granddaughter? The report rest i don't have anything to share from here Jean pierre
0: quiet. yeah again responded. from here she <laughs> says from where right. do you yeah. from where where can you go that you could share something on something nowhere
2: yeah, she, she continued the uh, White House tradition of refusing to answer questions pertaining to the little girl named Roberts. Uh, according to the Times report, Biden's aides have been told to say publicly that the president has only six grandchildren, omitting Roberts. On numerous occasions where Biden has talked about his grandchildren, he claimed to only have six, including at a White House, take your child to work day. Back in April, I have six grandchildren, he said, and I'm crazy about them. The seventh one, I don't talk about. And I speak to them every single day. Not a joke. Not hyperbole. Uh, last week, Hunter settled his Arkansas child support case with Robert's mother, Luden Alexis Roberts, ending a years-long paternity dispute. And a Thursday court filing showed Hunter agreed to give his daughter some of his paintings. Now, you know what? I saw this when it when it was reported over the weekend. I'm like, paintings? Paintings? This is a bad deal because his paintings suck and they're really not worth anything unless you're a foreign dignitary who wants to buy influence. I don't see a four-year-old having that kind of influence just yet. And the mother of the child agreed to withdraw her counterclaim to change her child's last name to Biden, which is a good move. Because as we can see, that name is going to be mud if it isn't already very soon. So... That one, the latest coming from the White House. You want to hear some other fun stuff? Sure, of course you do. The CDC has given guidance to trans people chest-feeding kids, accused of failing to consider the possible health risks. In an answer that could have been done in two words, saying you can't, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's official website published advice for trans and non-binary individuals seeking guidance on how to chest-feed their infants. In sections, uh, yeah... In sections of the Major Health Institute's guidance for breastfeeding, it contained informations, uh, information for those who have had breasts removed in gender reassignment surgeries or for biological men taking hormones on how to feed their newborn children. Again, it can be answered very simply with two words, you can't.
0: All right, 13 to the hour, live from Studio 6B. More news, we'll get to Will Scharf and the Federalists today. When we get back right after this, make sure you go to live from Studio6B.com right now. Make sure you sign up. The hour on a Wednesday sounds like the blues, which means I want to talk to you about our friends at Birch Gold. As central banks in countries like China, India, and Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for us right here in the U.S. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part of or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax sheltered in a retirement account. Well, that would foot the bill. Uh, learn if gold is right for you. Text America to nine eight nine eight nine eight, and our friends at Birch Gold will send you a free information kit on gold. They have an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of satisfied customers, countless five star reviews. Birch Gold has been helping uh, these listeners and you right here from live from Studio Six B from the very beginning. Text America. To 989898 and claim your free information kit on gold. Because if a central bank digital currency becomes reality, it'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Text America to 989898. Do it today. All right, 18 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Let's do some news. And here at the news is Rick Delgado. What's going on?
2: Hey, did you hear about this uh, story? It broke over the weekend uh, about a passenger who freaked out on an airline. Now, when I read the original report, I was thinking, okay, this can't be, uh, this is like a fake news thing, right? It's I bu- saw
0: a video of some woman who walks up the center aisle saying right. something. I, I haven't, uh, no, I have not seen it. Though. I mean, right. I've seen it, but I haven't heard the audio of it. Okay, well, here, here's it.
2: And, and it comes from this thing called The Source. So that, uh, again, you know, catches my attention. Like, I never heard of this before. A woman aboard an American Airlines flight caused quite a scene when she was caught on camera freaking out and heading for the exit over an apparent passenger she said was not real as the flight was preparing to depart Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Not real. Uh, yeah, uh, not real. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm getting the F off this plane. There's a reason why I'm getting getting the F off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. The woman yells as she paces in front of the plane, uh, paces to the front of the plane, I should say, according to the footage caught and circulating on TikTok. I don't give two what's, uh, but I'm telling you right now, that mother effer, is not real. She then points to the rear of the plane, prompting other passengers to turn around to get a glimpse of the source of her concern. You can sit down on this plane, and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to, the woman adds, before apparently leaving. So, again, I see this story and I'm like, it doesn't say anything about, you know, uh, the woman's name, what happened, if the police were involved, nothing. This, this was the only part of the story that they printed. Uh, but then it turns out that this was actually a real story. Now, according to this, there was an actual person on board, a famous person on board this plane, his name Carrot Top. You may have heard of him. The yeah, comedian. Sure. Now, he's claimed he was on the same flight as a woman responsible for the now infamous in-flight freakout, and he claims that she was doing it just for thrills. He says this nut job just lost her mind in front of the whole plane, said the 58-year-old comic, while giving his fly witness testimony in one of the clips. In one of the videos, which shows Carrot Top sitting at the Dallas airport after the impromptu deplaning, the, com- the comic says the whole incident was sparked because the woman lost an earbud. Thompson added that he tips his hat to everyone at American Airlines for how they handled the situation. Uh, Thompson is uh, Carrot Top's real name. Um, I hope you're having a relaxing evening behind, the bar, behind bars, he says, in Dallas, Texas, and I hope you enjoyed your little stunt, concluded Carrot Top, insinuating that the woman had been locked up for her freakout. So there you have it, a little more explanation. In case you saw the story or the video that was flying around, which, again, it didn't really show a lot. Um, in terms of like real actual uh, news facts. So I thought it was interesting when, when all of a sudden I saw this on uh, Citizen Free Press.
0: I mean, the carrot top was actually on this thing. This is, this is all we need at this point with the Department of Transportation being an utter and absolute joke of a disaster. Booty Juice has no idea what he's doing, uh, trying to travel. I mean, I wouldn't even, I, I mean, I don't know. It is such a disaster. And they're trying to blame the airlines and the pilots and the, and the and uh, secret and fees the, and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's your department of not transportation, folks. It's your department of transportation, which is a, another one of these agencies that is the opposite of what their name says they're supposed to be. This guy is clueless. He's more interested in, in, in parading and perusing woke videos online and seeing which ones he's offended by <laughs> or not offended by than planes, trains, and automobiles, all of which he can't get right. None of them. I mean, it's just an utter disaster. People waiting on planes five and a half hours, being lied to, then having to come off, getting stuck in the airport. The flight attendants who work for these airlines have nobody to call because they're, they're using this antiquated system. They're not, they can't even get hotel rooms or sleeping on cots
4: in the airports. I mean, it's an utter disaster. Is the Department of Transportation? I mean, if there was,
0: I mean, they keep talking about how we can't shut it down, but if there was ever an agency that needed to be privatized, that's it. Yeah, because the private sector could run this so much more efficiently than the government can. We can shut down the Department of Education, the Department of Energy, and we can let's privatize the Department of Transportation. Because, my God, what an utter disaster it is. This guy is so clueless. He gets on these TV shows. They don't even ask him about transportation. (laughs) No. Hey, how did you feel when you saw
4: the the video, the DeSantis video, or the Trump video? Well, I'm going to choose my words carefully. Yeah, okay, great. Why don't you try to get some planes in the air on time? Choose your words carefully.
0: God, what a joke. Uh, what else, Rick? All right. Well, researchers
2: around the world are continually having a problem. You see, uh, the FDA has been blasted for misleading mrna covid vaccine labels as sudden death research is continuing to mount uh the researchers uh, the aforementioned researchers around the world continue documenting potential severe side effects from you guessed it, the COVID 19 mrna vaccines in certain demographics but the fda refuses to label them or even tell recipients that the shots can't stop transmission of an increasingly immune evasive virus autopsies and reviews of medical resor- records revealed a much higher incidence of Pfizer and Moderna vaccine associated heart deaths. I feel like we've talked about that once or twice that officially categorized in South Korea, Japanese and, and the Qatari government registries, particularly in younger people at lower risk of COVID-19. That echoes a German autopsy study of healthy people who died within 20 days of getting the jab. The FDA-funded study in the Journal of American Medical Associates, Association Pediatrics on May 22nd also found a safety signal for myocarditis and pericarditis, forms of serious heart inflammation following vaccination in 12- to 17-year-olds. It's based on a near-real-time monitoring using commercial claim databases for more than 3 million children aged 5 to 17 who took the Pfizer vac- vaccine. Three weeks earlier, the Nature Journal of uh, NPJ Vaccines published a Taiwanese study that found an even much higher risk of all forms of retinal vascular occlusion, visual impairment among vaccinated populations, both 12 weeks and two years later, with no disparity between the brand or the dose among those mRNA vaccines. So you've got all these studies coming out showing that the, uh, the vaccines... Uh, could be very damaging, and yet the FDA continues to not let anyone know or at least put it on the uh, label itself to tell recipients that these things can be harmful to your health.
0: And I saw the big study out of um, Cleveland Clinic, I believe it was, that was now peer-reviewed and published saying uh, definitively now the more shots you got, the higher your risk of catching COVID was. So, if you got four shots, five shots, six shots, you had a six times more chance of getting it than someone who got zero shots.
2: Yeah, you probably got, you probably got diagnosed with getting COVID at least six or seven times. And, like, oh,
0: how that happen? That now peer reviewed and published from the Cleveland Clinic. All right, live from Studio 6B, we'll get to Will Sharp next, right after this. son folks if you don't think you're going to need emergency food at one point you might want to think again especially uh, when it comes to things involving the government the government recently revealed the truth about the coming food shortages according to the usda fully one-third of america's annually planted planted crops won't be harvested this season severe droughts fertilizer shortages wipe them out That means food is going to get scarce and it's going to get expensive. Is your family prepared for that? If not, well, now's the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply, and you'll get it at discount prices. Go to PrepareWithRav.com, and you'll save big on each four-week emergency food kit you need for your family. You get breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks that'll keep everybody going strong and the best of it all. It's delicious food. Your whole family will love it. Act now. Save big on each four-week kit that you'll need. Go to preparewithrav.com. All one word, preparewithrav.com, and you'll get free shipping as well. What could be easier than that? Listen, you'll never forgive yourself if you let your family suffer. Don't be put in that position. Go to preparewithrav.com right now. Prepare with Rav. Com. All right, 31 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Will Scharf today. If alleged DOJ misconduct is true, a judge could dismiss the whole Trump case. The conduct claimed is perhaps unprecedented and certainly flagrant. If proven true, the judge would be well within her rights to consider a dismissal. He says, lost in the breathless headlines over the indictment of President Donald Trump for alleged violations of the Espionage Act is a story that deserves much more attention than it has received thus far. The allegation that a senior official at the Department of Justice attempted to shake down Trump's co-defendant's lawyer. So this has got to be that CBS clip that we played of mm-hmm. that attorney. Right. It is a scandal in the making that could result in the investigation of senior DOJ officials, which should lead to public congressional hearings, and that might even result in the entire case against Trump being dismissed. Trump's co-defendant is Waltine Walt Nada, a Navy valet who served in the Trump White House and who remained a personal aide to Trump after he left office. Several weeks ago, NADA's lawyer, a distinguished, highly regarded Washington attorney named Stanley Woodward, leveled accusations against senior members of the Department of Justice, including DOJ counterintelligence chief Jay Bratt, who is now a part of special counsel Jack Smith's team of prosecutors. According to news reports, Woodward claimed in a sealed letter to D.C. District Judge Judge James Bosbert that in a meeting to discuss Nauta's case, Brat indicated that Woodward's application to be a D.C. Superior Court judge could be impacted if he could not get Nauta to testify against Trump. If true, I see no reason why Woodward would make such a threat up, and especially no reason why Woodward would risk his career by making such a representation to a federal judge. Bratt's alleged misconduct could result in heavy sanctions and is a potential grounds for dismissal of the entire case against NADA and Trump. Depending on what exactly was said, Brat could even face criminal prosecution himself. In cases of flagrant prosecutorial misconduct, courts have the discretion to dismiss indictments altogether. If Woodward's claims are proven... U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon would be well within her rights to consider a dismissal here. The conduct claimed is perhaps unprecedented and certainly flagrant, amounting to nothing less than an effort by a high-ranking DOJ official to deprive a defendant of his Sixth Amendment right to counsel through inappropriate and potentially unlawful acts. At the very least, Trump and Nauta deserve answers. Courts routinely allow discovery by the defense in cases of alleged prosecutorial misconduct, including depositions and requests for documents and communications, in order to determine the scope, breadth, and effects of any misconduct that may have occurred. The defense team in this case should seek testimony from Brat to get to the bottom of what he said and why. As importantly, defense counsel should also seek to subpoena any communications between Brat and others in DOJ and the White House relating to Woodward's judgeship application and Brat's approach to Woodward more generally. My assumption is that these communications will be eye-opening and may reveal even more misconduct on the part of the DOJ, the special counsel's team, and their political masters." And is that too hard to, to think that that could be the case in this, in this, um, in this world we're living in now, in, in this climate of DOJ, FBI, everything we know over the last 18 months, two years, five years, six years that they've done? Is any of this hard to even believe? This is like, oh, yeah, it's another day that ends in why what, what, what are we doing here?
2: Yeah, exactly. When you, when you think about how they've gone out of their way to prosecute attorneys. And try to make sure that Trump can't have attorneys. And then the ones that he has, they try and prosecute. So he can't have attorneys. It's it's the most insane thing you've ever seen. Um, but literally, like you said, it's just another day that ends in Y when it comes to the Biden administration and the lengths of criminality they will go to. They don't care. They'll burn the whole thing down. They don't care. They don't want to lose
0: power because they know what's coming if they do. The legal teams defending Trump and NADA surely know all of what I'm saying, and I am confident they will pursue this and other lines of defense aggressively. But the American people also deserve to know the full details of misconduct by senior officials at the Department of Justice. Republicans in Congress should demand answers publicly and aggressively. The House Judiciary Committee has jurisdiction to investigate matters relating to the administration of justice in the federal court system. It has the power to subpoena Brat, the other lawyers involved in the Trump prosecution, and senior Biden administration officials to get to the bottom of this. Make no mistake, folks. this, This is, again, according to Will Scharf. Make no mistake. This is a huge deal. Brat's conduct may even fall within the ambit of federal criminal statutes, depending on what exactly was said. Brat's conduct could constitute attempted witness tampering in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1512B, attempted federal bribery in violation of 18 U.S.C. 201, attempted extortion by a federal official in violation of 18 U.S.C. 872, or attempted subordination of perjury in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1622. If the Department of Justice is truly committed to to the open and transparent treatment of this case, well, they're not. That's number one. A special counsel should be empowered to investigate Bratt's action and other alleged misconduct by Jack Smith's team. Well, and that all, that all sounds extremely good coming from a former federal prosecutor uh, like Will Scharf, but uh, in, in this, um, again, in the, in the world that we're living in, it's just hard to think that... Uh, we could see a special prosecutor assigned by this Department of Justice.
2: Well, we're not going to see that. And, and even if we do see that, you know that that special prosecutor is not really going to be uh, allowed to do anything, as we saw with the— uh,
0: Yeah, I think, you know. the, I think there's one right now still investigating. I think the Biden um, yeah classified documents case. Anybody yeah. go to the local 7-Eleven, buy a milk cart, and you might find them there on it. That's about it, though.
2: Yeah, it's insane. Nothing's ever going to happen because that's the way it works. Two two distinct different levels of uh, justice in this in this world or in this country, and we see who it, who it favors. The elite and all their friends and all their pals who donate. Anybody with a D next to their name, they're going to be they're going to be taken care of. And if you stray off course, don't you don't you think about Robert F. Kennedy? Damn you! Uh, we will take you out.
0: So, yeah. So another news of woke, wokeness, um, speaking of we talked about the four big media companies, and their revenues down 90 percent over the last 10 years, but light this year we've seen, and of course, we've seen Target. And Target's at it again. So the great one, Mark Levin, has a new book coming out in September entitled "The Democrat Party Hates America." And uh, it's already flying up the pre-order charts on Amazon. I think it's at number 10 or 11 right now already. It's not due out till the middle of September. And of course, Levin, the n- number one best-selling author of, well, I mean, just about everything he's ever written, but specifically the, the, uh, the generational
4: book of our time, Liberty and Tyranny, um, and others. So this new one's coming out, Target's decided
0: now they're not going to sell it. <laughs> Target has decided now they're not going to sell the book in Target stores because ah. it may offend Democrats. Which was the specific I think communication they had with the publisher. Which is Simon and Schuster, I believe. So no 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 I mean the biggest publisher in the world
4: or one of. We're not going to sell the book in the store. Barnes & Noble's going to sell it. Amazon's going to sell it. Almost any place books are sold. Now, you could walk into Target
0: and just imagine the things that they sell. Now, if you're a Democrat, they'll sell your pride merchandise. They'll sell your, your book. They'll sell your, you know, whatever, your calendar. Your even, what? if ha- even if it has pictures of, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. For, you get three, four-year-olds walking through the store. No problem. But Levin's book, oh, my God, because it says the Democrat Party hates America on the cover. It may offend somebody. <laughs> They're not going to sell it. Amazing.
2: And, and again, that's, you know, it's that's, <laughs> that basically goes back to um, the, this, uh, the censorship case, right? The, do you remember the censorship case? Just It was a ruling that came out uh, against uh, Jen Psaki. They're using Jen Psaki, former uh, White House press secretary and current MSNBC host. She was named several times by a federal judge who was temporarily preventing White House officials from meeting with tech companies about social media censorship. Well, this is a huge.
0: Yeah, this is this is more than just a passing story. This is a huge story that I have here. Um, I have a version from The Messenger entitled Biden's Orwellian Ministry of Truth. Federal judge finds a massive attack on free speech and government censorship efforts. The judge's words are really worth a read. It's unbelievable what he says. Yeah. The, the judge, uh, Judge Terry A. Dougherty. Um, Did you see the list of names he lists besides her? No. And Jean-Pierre, the list. You should read the four pages of names that he lists. One after the other, after the other, after the other in this administration. Yeah.
2: But it's basically the injunction states that the government's actions likely violate the free speech clause and that the court is not persuaded by the defendant's arguments. Basically laying out the fact that, and this is something we talked about. We talked about last year and probably even before that, that the government can't do certain things, so they'll enlist private companies, i.e. social media companies, or in this case, Target, to be like, don't sell that stuff. Don't do that stuff if you know what's good for you. You know what I mean? We'll make you, you take care of us, we'll take care of you kind of thing. We can't shut them down but we know you can and you want to do that for us so when this legislation comes up, it doesn't get lost and it doesn't mess up your business because we don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen, right? It's, it's the old mafia tactic. So,
0: Alright, sports and news. We'll wrap it up when we get back live from Studio 6P on a Wednesday night. Make sure you head over to live from Studio6P.com Check out the new shirts, sign up as a member, do it all right now. majority we're right they're wrong that's the end of the story i love that yeah. says we're uh, one step away from having a dead hooker in the white house <laughs> <laughs> who's to say we haven't, haven't even crossed that one yet come on we just haven't heard about it and um, jim garrity over at nr says uh, in, a, in a just a laughable update hilarious update to the main story about this cocaine They said, uh, even if there were surveillance cameras, unless you were waving it around, it may not have been caught by the cameras, added the official, who spoke on the condition of anonymity, given that it's an ongoing investigation. It's a bit of thoroughfare. People walk by there all the time. He says, "Well, well, there you have it, folks. I guess there's no way of knowing who brought the cocaine into the White House then. There's no way anyone could possibly know. Who put that in which cubby, whether they were uh, other personal objects with the cocaine or what container the cocaine was in. It's the White House, only one of the most secure and monitored sites in the entire country. And there's just no way for the Secret (laughs) Service or other law enforcement agencies to figure out who brought the cocaine in. I mean, with all those White House tours on a holiday weekend, it must have been busier than Grand Central Station. I mean, it's not like there's a person who described himself as a smoking crack every 15 minutes (laughs) in the not-so-distant past who spends a lot of time at the White House. (laughs) Hey, maybe it was the Dobbs leaker. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh. All right, let's do some sports news before we wrap it up on a Wednesday. Sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell. Use our code LFS6B, promo code when you check out. It'll save you 10 to 50, 60% off most items. Great stuff from Lindell. Use our code LFS6B when you shop there. We do appreciate when you use it. Slick Rick, what's going on? All right,
1: one more roll to the rodeo. Big D, the world's oldest rodeo, the Prescott Rodeo Grounds in Prescott, Arizona. And the all around cowboy was Trevor Hale, 47 36, tie down roping and team roping. Bareback winner Cole Reiner, 88.5 points on Pass the Hat. Steer Wrestling, second round winner. Tyler Waggis Pack, 4.7 seconds. Uh, let's see. Team Roping, second round. Tanner Baldwin and Tanner Luttrell, 6.1 seconds. Saddle Bronk, Brody Crest, 88 points on Kristen Vold Rodeo's. I'm a B. Uh, Tie down Roping, second round. Calais a Nobriga, 8.4 seconds. Barrel racing. Andrea Busby took it in the second round. 17.34 tenths. Steer Roping. We had Steer Roping in this one. Third round. Brian Garr, 10.6 seconds flat. Bull riding. T. Parker. 90.5 points on Kristen Vold Rodeo's Easy Sid. Total payout on this rodeo. $310,669. Well, Wimbledon underway over the weekend. Here we go. And uh, Just Stop Oil activist stormed the court at Wimbledon. Wimbledon, this is Dylan Gwynn at Breitbart's second round action at Wimbledon was halted Wednesday after environmental activists from the group just Stop oil, stormed the court and spilled orange confetti on the grass. Boy, the booze from the crowd. The English, they, they, they can't stand these protests. And uh, moving along, Carlos Alcarez takes care of business in the Wimbledon opener. This is ESPN News Services London. In just his third Wimbledon tournament, Carlos Alcarez is is already one of the main men to beat. The top-seeded Spanish player hasn't been past the fourth round at the All-English Club, well, he looked good today. He beat Jeremy Chardy 6 0, 6 2, and 7 5 on court one. And of course, top seed female Iga Shriatek, Uh, she headlines Wimbledon day three with her match winner. She beat Sarah Soribis Tormo 6 2, 6 0 earlier today. And of course, the great Novak Djokovic uh, and Francis TFO victorious at Wimbledon. As well, uh, Novak looking good. Uh, he won six three seven six seven five to move into the third round. So Wimbledon heating up. We'll keep track of that all week. Big D and uh, well, that's all I can get to in this one. LPGA. I have a great story about a woman who's. Uh, Pregnant, She's about uh, pretty well into it, about 30 weeks pregnant. She's going to be playing in the LPGA tournament comp this weekend. I'll get to that tomorrow night. Big D, that's a wrap in sports. Back to you. All
0: right. Very good. Uh, thanks, Rick. Sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and Pillow. Let's do news. News is brought to you by Early Treatment Meds. What's going on, Rick Delgado? All
2: right. Well, in keeping with being an American-hating president, Joe Biden, of course, uh, South Dakota's Christine Noem administration uh, applying for that 2024 Mount Rushmore uh, fireworks permit in the wake of the Biden administration continually denying permit applications for the last three years, Uh, including this year. The South Dakota Department of Tourism submitted its application for special use for next year already, requesting a 2024 Mount Rushmore fireworks celebration, which occurred once during the former uh, President Donald Trump's administration, according to a press release from the governor's office, the Nome administration submitted the request to the National Park Service. This request follows three years of denials in a row from the National Park Service
0: under Biden's leadership. Yeah, well, she's um, she's got plenty of time to work on these things because she certainly is not standing with the South Dakota landowners against this uh, eminent domain disaster that's going on in South Dakota about carbon capture and that she seemingly has no interest in standing up for uh, the people who live in that state. And I really can't figure out why, but we don't have time to get into it tonight, but this is why she has time to work on that because she seemingly that's not on her radar. So we'll get into that maybe tomorrow night, but uh, that's a huge problem. If you can't get Republican governors specifically heard there, to, uh, the, to, to, to oppose the green energy scam deal, then I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do in these other states. Right.
2: Yeah, good point. Hey, um, I know you're probably a big fan of Ben and Jerry, uh, because let's face it, who isn't? Like just about everyone. Um, the company used social media to share its challenge declaiming that the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land this 4th of July, and let's commit to returning these it. That's stolen. what they say. Stolen. Talk about a rocky road. These guys are ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) The the company went on to propose that the U.S. should start with Mount Rushmore and detail the history of the iconic mountain and significant to indigenous Americans, writing, what is the meaning of Independence Day for those uh, whose land this country stole, those who were murdered and forced with brutal violence onto reservations, those who were pushed from their holy places and denied their freedom. The faces of Mount Rushmore are the faces of men who actively worked to destroy the indigenous cultures and ways of life to indigenous peoples and their indigenous rights, the statement concluded. Of course, they leave out the part that the uh, Indians that owned that land at that time, uh, they had just finished slaughtering the other tribe that had it before them. Uh, The message received a torrent of mixed responses, with many calling for boycotts of the brand in a move mirroring the aftermath of Bud Light's recent disastrous partnership with trans dude Dylan Mulvaney. Yes, I said dude. Dude, I'm not changing uh, my stance on that for anyone. One critic called the ice cream brand the Bud Light of Ice Cream, tweeting, but seriously now, close shop or better yet, donate your business and everything you own to these lands that rightfully belong to the indigenous people. Apologize to them and return the continent to your ancestors that when they came from. Do it now. Ben did and hear,
1: Jerry's. What? Did you hear
0: Joe Rogan about talk about Dylan Mulvaney this past no. week? Oh, oh yeah, he went God. crazy. Oh. Talk about a vicious takedown. What did he say? Oh, you just got to listen to it.
2: All right. I'll look for it. Uh, Let's see. This is not the first time, of course, the company has seen fit to uh, enter public debates. Last year, it challenged the UK government over its plan to deport illegal migrants and send them for resettlement in Rwanda. Then in June of this year, it declared a halt to all paid advertising on Elon Musk's Twitter. I wonder how that worked out. Musk and Twitter's toxicity and tacit endorsement of hate and violence grows against everything our company stands for, including profits. Uh, Twitter must act today and end the extremist and violent content on the platform. Of course, Ben & Jerry's will continue to use its own Twitter account to enact with its community despite its decision to stop using
0: Twitter. Hey, Slick Rick, (laughs) uh, just to to prove to you that we're always getting new viewers here on this show, Alfred writes into the show... Hey, I see Cowboy stuff behind Slick. Is he a Cowboys fan? Yes, I am. S <laughs> yes, I M. Welcome first to the ni- show. First night watching the show, <laughs> now, I think. First or second, maybe. Uh-oh. Now,
2: which Cowboys are we talking about? The rodeo Cowboys or the football Cowboys? I mean, no, he's there's, a, you know, there's a, oh, a horse. talking about and, the
0: Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Yeah, the
2: Dallas yeah. Texas Cowboys. Oh, well,
1: wasn't yes. sure.
2: There are other cowboys. Big big Netflix
1: documentary coming out about them. Oh, Jerry, back in the '90s, the white talk about White House. They had the White House back then too, big thing.
0: I don't know Slick Rick about this. Hunter would have fit right into that. I hope they didn't catch me going to the strip club. (laughs) as always, we salute our military, active and active police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs, everybody on the front lines protecting us. Thanks, everybody on the show. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Fran. Great job, as always. Most of all, thank you, the Live from Studio 6B audience. We'll see you over at Live from Studio6B.com. And we'll see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. right here, Live from Studio 6B.